Hi, Tip. Hi, everybody. Hi, Tilly. Eitan Ben Eliyahu, former chief of the Israeli Air Force. Eitan, hi. The pilots in Israel today, what's going on? Tell us a little bit about your service and what does it mean that the pilots don't want to fly if they need, if they're being called under this government? Okay, first of all, what we have to know that the, uh, that the manpower, the Air Force manpower is based on 80% reservist and only 20% in the regular service. Okay, that's one thing that we have to bear in mind. Uh, however, in order to keep their standard of flying, they have to keep flying uh, on an average of at least once a week. So these guys, they come every week to train. But they're also ready on call in case they need them also uh, 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 either for either for an exercise or for an uh, operation mission, operational mission, which we conduct almost every day. And you hear it on some of them of that of that you hear because it's published. But the others uh, is uh, no is not uh, is not published. But they fly a lot uh, operational uh, uh, missions. So they are on call, and this is, in a way, uh, uh, the advantage of Israel being a small country, because it, it doesn't matter where you live, you can easily uh, be in, uh, scrambled and go to the base and fly. So if you make a cross-section, a cross-picture of uh, day, a regular day in the Israeli Air Force, you will see that in the different squadrons and bases, on a regular basis, you see there are like 10 to 30% reservists which are coming to fly and coming to to fly in operational missions. I think so it's by doing so, first of all, they keep, excuse me? I think it's important to excuse me. I think it's important to mention that in Israel, the majority of the military forces are based on reserves. So if, if God forbid something happens and there is a war or an operation, you have to call reserve because the, the regular army is not enough at all. Right. But then it's all volunteering. Right. This is, this is accurate. But the, but the difference between between the pilots and the other fighters and the ground forces, for instance, yeah. is that they are being called like every two or three months, or only in case uh, there uh, there is a war breakout. Uh, the pilots, their service and their training is on a regular basis. It goes all the time. You know, if you have a guy who is like a trooper or, you know, or he, he, even if he's a paratrooper or a, he uh, drive, he's a tank driver, they don't have to keep their standard of, uh, you know, of, uh, of operating for, you know, uh, they don't have to do it like every week, like the pilots. Pilots have to, to you know, to keep at least seven to 100 flying hours a year in order to keep their standard of flying. So that's that's one thing, and and so and and they keep it. Some of them up to the age of fifty or even fifty something. You know, those who are not flying the jet fighters, they can keep to five, five, fifty-five, fifty-six years old. Oh. The fighter pilots between forty to fifty <laughs> depends on their you know on their, uh, ability. So they serve most of their life on a regular basis 
on a weekly basis, on a weekly basis, they, uh, they, 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 they continue to serve. Everything is on a volunteer basis, okay? So this is how we operate. When they say what they said is that- You uh, mean that they will not uh, obey um, because of- Yes, yes, for the time being, they said this, yes, for the time being, they said something very simple which is not exactly disobey, they were very careful because these guys are very smart guys. They were saying, look, uh, next week, we will not come to train, to training. That's all. In another, it doesn't mean that they're giving order now to fly to Iran and they say, no, they simply said, listen, this is an early, this is the most, and we believe this is something which has an impact I mean, on the situation. I mean, the, the reform that the government wants. Yeah, everything is around the government. The, 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 yes, the, the justice system. They want to, to, to change the justice system in Israel, which means to change the basic of the uh, ideology and the uh, doctrine and whatever you call it of the Israeli, how it was actually based by the uh, founders right. and to see what the fund, oh, look at that, look what happened, wait. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. You became an avatar. No, 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 yeah, we are. Okay. Avatar, but you're yeah. too dark now. We don't see you. We no. don't it's the shades you. coming, it's the shades, you know, goes up and down because of the, it's a, it's almost sound out at this moment and my, my apartment is facing, you know, uh, west. Ah, so I see okay. the I see the sun coming down. It will be okay within a few minutes. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what I said is, they decided, and some of them, and it started with just a small number of pilots, but then it expanded to a very big group, and they start to discuss among themselves, what do we have to do? And they tried to discuss that among themselves, and they said to themselves, you know, let's let's think what what we can do in order to stop and to freeze, you know, the uh, what the government is doing right now. And they believe that it will have a, a a very strong impact by only saying next week, instead of coming for training or to flying, we sit down and discuss the situation. And you know what the media and how the media works yes. in a minute. It blow up to be like the disobey. So we needed some time to explain that this is not yet a full disobey. It doesn't matter. This is just a message to the government. Listen, you better hold yourself, hold it, hold it back, and listen to us. Yeah, but you see, but then the but prime minister comes and say, "I fired the minister of defense." No, he so said he was not okay, strong will, enough. Yes. Against yeah, the, right. the expression I mean, he, of a... He adopted the, 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 the meaning of what they were doing all the way to the, extreme, to the extreme, because when he comes out to the public, he wants to show and to, to put the pilots like to be seen like the disobey, right. which they did not. They did say that once you finish your reform, Right. And it will make Israel as not a democracy or very much like a dictatorship. It breaks the agreements 
which is not in written, but it was an agreed agreement between us, between us as a volunteers and the country, we are willing and happy. And uh, they, they're really happy to do that, by, by the way, uh, in, a, in, a, in a regular time, in the normal times. Uh, but if you if you change if you change the substance you know of the state, it breaks the unwritten agreement between the state between the country and the pilots. And under this situation, we are telling you in the in 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 in, in, in advance that we may you may find a situation where we will obey. And they don't even say we will obey. They say some of them when they were interviewed, they said. If I, if, I, if I am in a situation that I have to climb up to the cockpit, I will not have the mental power in order to climb up and turn on the engine and take off. That's amazing so, because all of us lost yeah. our mental, even, you know, every one of us, doesn't matter what we do, lost our mental focusing. We cannot focus, we cannot concentrate. So of course, when you are a pilot and you have such incredible, I see it very differently. I I think that what, how you see it. I think we gained focus and I think we gained energy. It just there it goes only towards something very specific. But not about not in your it's life. Huge, but this is our life. We're we're fighting for life and death of our country. So um, yeah, I, I think very well. Focused. Of course, but if not in our life. If I understand you correctly, every day. Yeah. If I understand you correctly, you are, you take it to the full meaning of the situation. Mm -hmm. I am right now focusing because this was your original question. I'm focusing on the pilot. I understand. I understand. Okay? And and I, and I have to explain to you. With I think it's important. It put the the commanders, the squadron commander and the base commanders and the air force commander. It put them in a very very delicate and sensitive right. situation yeah. because. And they always they hug you know the pilots. They always keep them like they are children. They have to support them. And on the other hand, there is an expectation that they will be against them to tell them that, right. that, that what you're doing is illegal or it's not done. So it's it's like a it's like a, 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 a huge conflict, you know, to the to the commander and even to me myself. You know, I was called up, you know, to the media. To respond to what is happening, and I try to say, listen. Even for me, I I am I feel like 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 in, a, in inter, like I am I'm not doing and I don't know exactly what to say. On one hand, I I feel like I understand them, not to say support them or agree with them, but I understand them. And on the other hand, I have to tell them it should it shouldn't be done, but I understand them. So it's a clash between be, being cannot... a military person and a citizen, and this is exactly where we are now. We are clashing all the time because it's with the, the military forces, with the police. It's a clash between us and our service. But Eitan, I wanted I wanted to take you a little bit backwards. Around 10 years ago, I think it was, when Ruby Rivlin was the president, we were talking about his message to the whole Israel, you know, about unity and uh, accepting each other and living together. That's right. And and I remember you told me this is the end of two states. 
I mean, in one hand, because he's a right-wing person, and with all his messages of unity, we're losing the impact of, of having two states. Now, President uh, Buji uh, Herzog is calling everybody again for unity. Do you really think it's the right time to have discussions about unity and somehow smear the whole fight one side against another in order to heal the society? Well, you're touching the most important point. Uh, listen, first of all, every time, if you are a patriot, if you are a loyal citizen, every time it's the time to speak about unity. I mean, <laughs> Unity is, you know, is all number one. Otherwise, you cannot keep society without a unity. However, to be more precise, the famous speech that uh, Rivlin, President Rivlin uh, made was not only about the, not only about the Palestinians. He actually divided. He did not divide it, but he described the. The, the, how the Israeli society in divided to uh, how you call it in Hebrew, you say shvatim. Right, you know I say tribes. 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 Tribes, right, yes. It's divided and he counted, you know, the, the Orthodox, the extreme Orthodox, the seculars and the Israelis and the Arab and the Arab Israelis. Israel. Citizen of Israel and, 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 and Arabs, you know, and Palestinians in Jerusalem and Palestinians in the West Bank. So it's a mix of everything. And it's a big, big, big challenge to keep unity in such a situation. It's such a combination of, uh, you know, different tribes of, in the society. That one thing. But, but underneath that, there is something, first of all, there is a, there is a dispute, there is a conflict between the Israelis and the, and the Palestinians. And let me remind you that if you count the, uh, the, the demography, the number of people between the Jordan and the Mediterranean and the sea, we are 50-50. 50% mm -hmm. 50, 50 Palestinians, 50% Jews. So if, if, you are, if, if you just think rationally, the, 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 the solution must be at least to divide into two states, then we ended up with 20% Palestinians and 80% Israelis in what we call, inside what we call the green line, okay? What we call a green line. Uh, and, and, and what you silly mentioned is something that I've been saying, unfortunately, uh, and I hate to say it, that actually the, we have already crossed the point of no return because I don't see anyone yeah. who had the power to split, you know, this, not on the table. this is the, the territory between the, it's, it's, it's simply impossible mm -hmm. because the engagement is so strong already and so complicated. And on the other hand, even the political structure in Israel is so complicated that even if this is the right, things to do, or even if you do a, if you if you run a poll and you find that more than 50% are in favor of it, I say I said unfortunately, and I hate myself saying it. I know you're right. That, 
that there is no, I don't see anyone, any leader or any, any group whom they can, they can implement it. That's why I, I went from president to president because you know the, 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 the position of being president in Israel is beyond politics like but this is the, the roof of everybody. And going now to the president to talk about getting along, I think it's just smearing time and gaining time for the Palestinians. I don't think. Not only that, it's among the Israelis now. And the thing is that we need to to really keep fighting on on the basic uh, rules of Israel and I'm not sure that the conversation will help I think it's another it's a good trick for Bibi only and it it won't lead and I don't see any leader in the level of Bibi that can really uh, get to anything with him you're right but if you try to lose the solution in the level of the president you may be disappointed and I tell you why very simply the president in Israel has no power. That's right. right. Yeah. I, I take you back to the uh, phrase which was made by uh, our first prime minister, Ben-Gurion. He said, the only thing that the Israeli president should uh, enter his nose is to the tissue, no more than that. Yeah, but... <laughs> That's what you're so saying. Me, so what is our future? I know that I did go from the present and go to the general existence. So what is the future of Israel if there will not be no peace, no two states, no talking, it's not on the table. The issue is not on the table. That's it. Okay. You, so what is our okay. future? Yes. Well, if you see me crying during our conversation, don't be surprised. That's that's because it's a very difficult. I have a. I I don't. I'm not sure if I have. If I have an answer to that. I don't. I'm not sure. It, and it makes me cry. But but let me let me. In spite of this, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. If I have no other choice. Is and just to adapt. The current. Plan of the extreme rightists whom they believe that they should control the entire territory between the Jordan River and this. They say, we will be the owners of this land, but we are willing to give the freedom, you know, to the Palestinians to leave their, their, their private and personal life as they wish, they should not disturb us in governing the territory, if I may call it like that. And we will do our utmost in order to interfere their life. How you do it? You, uh, it's very, very much like, uh, you know, uh, President <coughs> Trump plan is to give them, I don't know if you're familiar with territory A, B, and C in the sure. West Bank, it's sure. divided into A, B, and C. Yeah. So they say, listen, forget about B and C, and we let you live your life in territory A. This is their solution, that they will control their life on a local basis, Limited. which is the territory's A, and, and, we can, and we live like that forever. 
Unfortunately, you know, like we have done for the last 75 years or at least 50 years, that we are negotiating among ourselves, not right. with the other side. Yes. It's a problem. What can I tell you? So if you ask a, a radical, extreme uh, uh, religious guy, he will tell you it is possible, and he will tell you, don't worry. This land was promised to us by God, and God will solve the problem. Something will happen, like it happened in the history. Something will happen. We don't know what. We don't know what. Maybe an earthquake, maybe a, a, a og to magog, you know, war. Something Messiah. will happen. Messiah. Because everything is based on the fact that God has given us this. This is the promised land. <laughs> if you want to be optimistic, you try to believe them. You know, but if you I want to be realistic, it's very important to be realistic now. I don't think that optimism or pessimism will help us in any way. We have to face things as they are and address it. But I want to take you beyond Israel to the Jewish world. And I say based on you know your activity in Anu, the Jewish Museum. Um, we're talking about unity in Israel, and we don't have any unity in Israel. We don't have unity among the Jews and the Israelis now. And I'm, I don't know to what extent they understand outside of Israel exactly what's going on. And I don't think that part of the forces in the Israeli government now understand what they do and how do they divide basically and they build a wall between Israel and the Jews all over the world. And I always feel that Anu, the Jewish Museum, should be the backup plan for the Jews all over wherever they are. And because I don't want them to give up on Israel and I don't want them to give up on Jews and we have we're facing uh we're not Judaism Jews I we're facing a very new situation because Israel was established as the homeland for all the Jews wherever they are and all of a sudden Israel is a question mark the Jews are question mark um and we have and we're facing creation of a totally uh, new situation under a rise of anti-Semitism. And I think that we need to, to have really a backup center of the world for the Jewish world in Israel, in Anu, because it's welcoming everybody. And um, what do you think about it? Um, First of all, the bottom line of what we're saying that there is a disconnect between the Jews in Israel and in the, 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 the Jews in the uh, in the diaspora, what we used to call it, <clears throat> uh, which is true, unfortunately. And this comes from two reasons. First of all, uh, the, the the Zionism have not accomplished its mission by not being able to bring most, I'm not saying all, but at least most of the Jews to Israel. And there is a a, a dramatic number of Jews who are around the world, okay? So the proportion between the Jews in Israel and the Jews around the world is, is about 50-50. Less, actually, in Israel, there is about 35 to 40 percent. Right. So this this is the fact, okay? That's, uh, that's one thing. The other thing is that... Uh, uh, the other thing is... One sec. Okay, and <laughs> sorry. The other thing is that uh, 
you know, let me, for a second, let me take you back to the theory of what does it mean Zionism? The Zionism is actually very simple and very narrow ideology. It's simply to, bring, to come to Israel and to settle in Israel. This is the Zionism. The Zionist uh, movement never described what kind of country or what kind of a society it's going to be. Theoretically, based on the Zionism, this could be uh, or either a dictatorship or a fascist, fascist uh, you know, society. They say nothing. But the, what so about say, the, the Declaration of Independence is actually, was built into Zionism, no? You are right. You are absolutely right. And I, I go back to the original Zionist ideology. Yeah. And then the founder of the state, they 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 make the uh, uh, declaration, and they try to determine what kind of society it should be. But yet, it left it it have left space for different interpretations. Oh, yeah. And and at the beginning, you know, the fifties and the sixties, even up to the seventies, to the sixties and the seventies, in, in the last century, it was only there. And then come up and born the movement of uh, Gushemunim, which are the settlers. Right, right. And they determined the Zionist, Zionist uh, they movement. They redefined Zionism. They redefined Zionism. They redefined it, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah they, they redefined it. In a way, if you ask them, they say, no, it not, we did not redefine it. We actually, what the kibbutzniki used to do in the 50s and 70s, we are doing now. They did it in the Galil and in the, you know, in the center of Israel, and we are doing it in the West Bank. Actually, we took the lead, but they had, they had two different motivations. One was the Zionism, and the other one, the land was given us, given, were given us, given to us by God. And this is a combination which has never been written in the originally in the Zionist movement. And it, it's, it, it brings up today under this crisis in the Israeli society, the conflict between how they see Zionism and between other people see it. But this is exactly the thing, because the definition of Judaism is not the same, the definition of Zionism is not the same, and when everybody defines it their way and they they dismiss the rest, they basically recreate the law in a, in a way that doesn't let you be part of something. I mean, if we are Jews, we are Jews wherever we are, the way we are. I mean, the way I would like to execute it, it's my thing. It doesn't mean that I'm not Jewish, but they say, no, no, no. If you're not doing our way, you're not. And it's the same about every definition because basically for Jews that are outside in Israel and they still want to come and live in Israel, they are Zionist. Although Israel is established, it's post-Zionism, we are there, we have a country, uh, but for some people who are not there, it's still going on. The whole thing is tearing apart the whole Jewish society and the Israeli And they are society. stronger because they are motivated by religion. But I, There's nothing I'm looking, stronger. I'm looking for a center, a, an alternative center for everybody 
to be able to be part of every the whole thing by their own way so and their own definition I'm not a well that's what I want I love I love I love what you're saying and theoretically it should be the situation because yes I'm optimistic to say and to adapt your approach assuming that the majority is in the center but unfortunately you The extreme part of the society they dictate they are much stronger they are willing to, they are willing to die they are willing they, to die for their beliefs and we are not we want to live for our beliefs of course there's a yeah. big difference listen and if you if you if you look around and you see our political situation the the people whom they dictated it it is the is the extreme right wing of the Israeli society and you know what in a way they collaborate with the extremists in the Palestinians mm-hmm. uh, society but it's all extremists that give the tone because you know they always but not push now. It so not in the last month uh, and they're trying and they'll and they'll push it we'll, but we'll, they we'll always switch the in, a, in a situation like this what you need in a situation like this you need a leader and unfortunately if I look backwards we had like three leaders who were able to go against you know the the wind the first one was uh, he had such an opposition to what he had done but he had but he he done it strong yeah. and then and then and then begging Prime Minister begging yeah. who yes. He actually signed the peace peace uh, agreement with the Egyptians. and the third one was Sharon yeah. the, 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 the problem of our problem is that t- today you look around and you do not see someone who is maybe well someone will be born you know no. all of a sudden and this will be our surprise but the, the only solution is actually buried under someone whom we don't see right now. And this is the leader he according to the polls country, now it's guns no according to the polls is unknown no it's guns. according to the polls the the leader that we are talking about is not natural true according to the polls yeah. guns is now leading listen we don't have much time and there is something yes, burning but... in me I don't know you I think I saw you many times in uh, Sharon Square in Erzelia it's possible Celia Pitur Never yeah, mind. probably. I used to live there. The no, I live in Tel Aviv. But See, I, I know, but I saw you for many years. I'm not, not in the late years. But, so I look at you, and I, you know, I can hear you, and I see how much you dedicate, and how much you're committed, and how much you care, even admitting that you can cry. So, when you were a pilot, or the chief of uh, the Air Force, where did you look except family? Where did you look for... peace of mind for a ray of sunshine where did you look when you were flying with the responsibility and this whatever when you had to be such a courageous man where did you find a Serenity. way to it's, yeah not what? peacefulness in your heart and not um, I, I know it's family but I'm not asking tranquility it again You mean any kind of either retreats or yeah I don't or... know did you 
Did you spend a lot of time diving into your soul? Did you read books? Did you listen to music? Where did you look? Ah, okay, let me, okay, I understand now. I understand what you're saying. Uh, first of all, listen, uh, the content of my response to your question up to now, uh, if I had to measure it, it was uh, mostly uh, uh, not optimistic. <laughs> However, you know, oh, uh, uh, despite the fact that I'm only the first generation who was born in Israel, my father was born in Iran oh. and my mother was born in Yugoslavia. And oh. they met and fell in love when they were walking in the, you know, small streets of uh, the old city of Jerusalem. The romantic uh, 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 affair, affair was uh, in the old city of Jerusalem. And I served almost 40 years in the Air Force, and I believe it did with all my heart and everything. So my roots are so strong, are so solid, that, that even I was pessimistic, it cannot break my backbone. If, if you understand what I mean. Sure. So I don't have to look, I don't have to look for something, you know, to feel more comfortable. I don't have to search for it and to look for Your ground it. is very it. solid, Eitan. I, ground I your... try to understand it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, and I try to educate my children and my grandchildren because, you know, we all, we, we just about to deliver, you know, the... Uh, everything to them and they and probably they will face a different reality i try to do my best for the rest of my life however i know that it will be mainly it will be their job so i don't need i do i look around i'm, I'm very kind of a, um a, how do i say it any sakran curious kind yeah. of yeah. person but when you're you with yourself so, when you are with yourself, so me and my me and my and my uh, wife, we 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 spend uh, a lot of time, you know, uh, reading. Uh, uh, we are traveling from time to time. We see all kind. We read and we see uh, uh, plays and movies and stuff like that. So we keep our normal life out of the problems. I don't need anything more than that because nothing can. Can break my backbone yet. So that's what you said. The the reality, trying to be, I'm trying I'm to be character. realistic. Wow. Very. Wonderful. But this is why. Thank you. Thank you, Tzip. It Thank was you, really everybody. very, very wonderful we'll to get to know you. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.